Welcome to Star Joe's Podcast, episode 242, Skywarden, The Grand Adventure Continues. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm John. And welcome back, everyone. Yes, uh, a little while ago, uh, you guys heard us talk about uh, Skyward. Uh, well, they've heard us talk about it a lot in the past, but we specifically were talked in an episode uh, for the Kickstarter of Skyward, the omnibus that was being done. Uh, it was very successful, uh, which was awesome, and thank you for all those that contributed to it. Uh, and after that was all over, uh, I had you know a little bit of communication with uh, Kelly, who uh, had put it together, uh, and I said, you know, and she had let me know that she had some thoughts about where this property might be going, uh, and. She would keep me kind of informed and everything else. And lo and behold, uh, all of a sudden we have this new Kickstarter that, uh, that appeared and it is, uh, continuing the adventures of, of that Skyward world. So I want to, uh, welcome Kelly back to the show. Uh, thank you for coming back on to talk about this new Kickstarter with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to be back and talk with you guys. Yeah, love love having you on. Um, so Sky, it's, it's now Sky Warden, the uh, Grand Adventure. Uh, the wanted to touch briefly on the original Kickstarter. So the original Kickstarter, like I said, was successful. Uh, mm-hmm. We uh, I actually I actually got two copies of it, and I had one that was given away as a prize uh, on the on the podcast. And the person who got it, it was super excited, and he read it, and he loved it. So hopefully. Hey. That'll make them want to support this one as well. And uh, so with the success of that, uh, I have a feeling that it wasn't by the end of it. It was like, OK, it's it's out there for people to enjoy. But there was something that was still pulling you towards it, towards this world. And that you were like, it's but it's not done yet. There's still <laughs> more to tell. So kind of take us on that journey of like. The original Kickstarter ended, and what? Where did you go through process-wise that led you finally then to doing uh, the current Kickstarter that you're doing? Um, well, like you said, the omnibus did really well. Um, it's so it's so nice to see so many Skyward fans out there and being supportive. Um, and I felt like from the original Kickstarter, Jeremy had left it as such. Who Jeremy Dale was the creator and artist of Skyward, uh, my late husband, and he had created such a grand world and of course he told me what the whole grand story was so i knew i mean i don't know everything but i knew the basic outline um and it's awesome it's really awesome and of course then i would be like oh why don't they do this and he was like no (laughs) but they can go here and then this should happen he's like no (laughs) if he didn't want me continuing the story then he shouldn't have died so there but (laughs) um is anybody who read the omnibus could tell there's definitely, even though I tried to create some closure for the fans, I did keep it open because again, this is really is going to be a grand adventure and I hope that I can do it justice. Um, but I know where the story is supposed to go. So I wanted to keep it open just in case. Um, well, fairly recently, um, a, another fan of Skyward, he has like a little five-year-old or the kid's a little bit older now. Um, they had picked up Skyward originally. I think it was at Baltimore Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. And the guy reached out, and he found the Kickstarter out of the blue. And he was like, oh, do you have any copies left? You know, that type of thing. 
So he got a copy. Him and his son sat down, just devoured the thing. And his, with help of his dad, the, the kid wrote me an email and was like, where's the rest of the stories? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I can tell there's more. So where is the rest of them? Where can I get them? Where can my dad get these? So um, that made me think that was kind of like the icing on the cake. And truthfully, this is not the first email. I've gotten quite a few emails from young fans as well as adult fans. Yeah. Um, but a lot of younger fans that are like, oh, I want more. Well, and let's face it, the, the, the young fans are the ones that pull at your heartstrings and make you do stuff that you normally probably wouldn't do. Okay, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> When you get when you have like a little six year old, seven year old that gives you the big puppy dog eyes. Yeah. Tell me I, more. You can't yeah. help do it. I can send you all the emails in the world of please continue the story. You'd be like, Yeah, that's great, Ryan. You can <laughs> just picture it in your own head. But yeah, when a seven year old's like, please tell me more, it's like, All right, I'll tell you some more. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and truthfully, the 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 Skyward comic itself was Jeremy's. It was all Jeremy's. So that's why I decided for this new Kickstarter, um, I changed the name to Sky Warden because actually, if you've read the, the comics, you have Garrick, who is the uh, Sky Elf that rides the bird. They're actually called Sky Wardens. Mm-hmm. So that's going to play later on in the stories. Anyway, um, the plan is to take the stories and the books and make them into actual, like, chapter books. So it's not going to be comics. It's not going to be a graphic novel. There might be some cute little spot illustrations as you go, the way you would see in other young adult or children, like, late children books. Sure. Yeah. Um, kind of like, I don't know if you guys remember books like Tales of the Fourth Grade Nothing or Ramona Quimby or things like that, where they'd have little spot illustrations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my plan because... I never want the new stories. I never want a fan to compare it to Skyward as, oh, this is better than, or this is not as good as. Sure. So I felt like I need to tell these stories in a different medium. And right. The easiest way to do it is to write it because God knows um, I, even though I'm in quarantine, I don't have time to make this into a cartoon. Maybe (laughs) we'll see. I can totally see this as a cartoon. Sure. But, one thing at a time. I can't get ahead of myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was pretty much the fans asking for the stories nice. and, um, and enough of them asking. It wasn't just one person or two people, even if it is an adorable child. It's not just one or two. It was right. a lot more than that asking. And it was adults as well as kids. And then me looking at it and saying, okay, well, I can, I used to be really good at writing. I used to do it all the time. When I was like, you know, in school and stuff, um, I might need to do a little refresher course, but, um, I'm really excited about actually writing these. That's awesome. I do want to share, uh, just a, a short story with you it was, uh, tied into the original omnibus. Uh, you mentioning like someone picked it up at Baltimore. When I was at Baltimore, uh, right after it was, su- uh, successful and I, th- it was right before mm-hmm. I got my omnibus. I ran into somebody at Baltimore Comic Con who was wearing the Skyward T-shirt. Oh, that's cool! And I had to stop him. Of course, I was just like, I was like, "You backed the Kickstarter," and he goes, "He goes, yeah." And I was like, "He's like, did you get yours?" I was like, "No, but I know it's coming really soon." And uh, and I think I think he even got it like a week or two after that happened. And mm-hmm. 
And so it, we have end up having a whole conversation. I never, unfortunately, I never even asked the guy his name. We just had a whole conversation about Skyward, how much we loved it, uh, the whole Kickstarter, how we were so glad it was successful. And he told me, like, wait till you get the omnibus. He says, I already sat down and I've read it twice already. Um, um, but it was really cool to see someone wearing the T-shirt just out in the wild, uh, just total random. So that was very cool. Oh, that's really cool. So. And I will tell you, too, uh, there, every once in a while, uh, I'll put the shirt on. And because uh, I don't wear it very often because I don't want anything to happen to it. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, but I will wear it on certain occasions. And every once in a while, when I put it on, my wife will say, you're wearing that today because of this. And I go, yeah. And she's like, OK. <laughs> so she knows that there's like a special significance behind wearing that shirt. So nice. Um, yeah, so it's, it's very cool. So it it basically you help you know Jeremy started it. You're continuing, uh, mm-hmm. continuing in a different format, but you both are have created this world that means a lot to a lot of people. Um, so yeah. obviously there was something special to it to begin with that has allowed you to continue. Um, so you mentioned your your uh, your writing, and I and I know when it comes to when it comes to writing, you know, a lot of people pull from different inspirations and everything else as far as how they write certain characters or where things come from. You know, you write from your life, you write from dreams that you have, you write from uh, other inspirations and stuff like that. So what would you say is like a, a big driving factor for you when you're like sitting down to actually write? Like where, where are you pulling things from? Like where are your inspirations coming from? Um, Mainly, it's coming from, I think, a variety of different places. Um, I've always been an avid reader. So mm-hmm. I was little up until now. I have, I like, like we all probably do have a stack of books that I've been meaning to read and now I have a chance to. Um, and I've always been drawn to like the young adult fiction. Mm-hmm. I feel, I mean, I read some of the Game of Thrones and God, that was way too thick. <laughs> People love it. Cool. It's not written for me. I like books that are not quite as thick of mythos and things like that. Sure. Um, so I wanted to go that type of route because that's what I like. So I'm more or less going to be writing kind of for myself and for my own in- enjoyment to get the story out. Mm-hmm. And other people are looking forward to these stories as well. So then it's like a win-win. Sure. Um, but it's also... Um, not just, you know, my love for books and stories, but it's also um, things taken for, from like when me and my brothers, I have two brothers, we we're all about a year and a half apart. And we would just we were each other's friends because my family moved when I was little and we were all we had for a, like a year or two. OK, playing all the time. And my parents had a woods behind our house. So we'd be always in the woods playing. And coming up with stories. So there's going to be a lot of that incorporated into from those games and stories that we created. And then in the end, I'm going to stay true to Jeremy's initial vision. And I'm not sure if I mentioned this on the previous podcast, but my favorite like video game of all time is like the Legend of Zelda series, especially mm-hmm. Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess. Um, you but and I, I can be best friends. <laughs> right. So, yeah, um, my new apartment has I converted the uh, dining room into a library and there's like an entire section of just like Hyrule 
Nice. Right. Yeah, to give you an idea, I have so I have all of the Dark Horse books that they did. They're the three that they did, and I got the one that looks like the actual big video game cartridge. Yeah. Um, and then I am a big, even though I, I've played a lot of the games, I don't really have the time to play them as much anymore, but I still collect and I have all of the hardcover strategy mm-hmm. guides. So there yep. was the one that was done like in a big chest and there was like four or five games in there. And then there was additional ones that have been done since then. So I just love pouring over those. So yes, you are talking to someone that completely understands that passion. Exactly. And that's the thing, too. Like, I do have some of the statues. I do have an ocarina. I do have a map of Hyrule, and it looks like old-fashioned. That's like, awesome. Map. But then I have all these hardcovers, and I love looking at the different art and the stories. And yeah. So Skyward, and Jeremy's always liked Legend of Zelda as well, not quite the same level of passion as I have, because, again, that's my favorite video game. Um. Skyward, and I'm going to continue on with Skywardens, is kind of a love letter to Legends of Zelda. Mm-hmm. Where the characters are having to find different magical items. They can't proceed until they have all of these items. It's going to be, they have to um, find a way into the Time Temple. They're going to have to call back the legendary hero who's just going to so happen to be wearing green. And things like that, where it's, if you're a fan of Zelda, I hope you you see some of the similarities yeah. and it's not going to necessarily be, you know, I'm taking from legends of Zelda and I'm going to like copy it. It's going to be more of, it's my love letter to it. This is my favorite game. I absolutely love these stories. Let me write my own stories. That's awesome. Uh, well, I've definitely have been asking you a lot of questions. I do have, have more to ask, but John, I want to give you a chance to jump in here with anything that, <laughs> that you're curious about as well. Hi, John. Hi. I, I, let's talk a little bit about, I guess, the structure of, of this project in terms uh-huh. of the Kickstarter. So, you know, talk to us a little bit about how it's set up. You know, you mentioned, so you're working on the first book now. I guess, can you talk about the breakdown? You know, you mentioned you got one thing at a time, but, you know, how many books do you have planned and, and how does, how does the project, how is the project structured to fit that? Right. That's that's a good thing, especially if people want to back the Kickstarter. I hate it. I backed Kickstarters before where like two years later you get the item and you're like, oh, what was this? Uh, oh, <laughs> I remember. Oh, that. Kelly, we know that all too well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. So um, my plan, I'm going to do this right. And that's also why I'm doing it as a Kickstarter, because if I'm going to do this right, I, I'm going to make sure I do it right. Um, I'm planning on. It's going to probably be six books, um, a six, six books total. It might be more. It might be a little less, um, but it's going to be right around there. So the plan is the first book is pretty much this introducing different situations, introducing some of the things that happen to go to the time temple, figure out some th- you know different things. You're going to see the good guys. You're going to see the bad guys. So it's going to kind of be setting the stage. Um, and then getting the ball rolling. Then the groups are going to the big, as you all know from Skyward, there's a lot of characters. Mm-hmm. So the characters are going to be splitting up into different groups, and each group is going to have to go to a certain uh, species, like the Sky Elves. And they have to try to convince the Sky Elves to be a part of them and to come and help and fight, you know, and to help them open the Time Temple. And then there's going to be some creatures of the sea, and I'm going to not, not spoil everything for you guys. 
and then there's going to be the, the rock dwarves. Um, there's the berserkers up north and each of those, like everything's happening simultaneously, but it's like the one group, one book is going to be the fury of the berserkers. So one group's going up to the berserkers. The entire book is what's going on there. At the same time, maybe the third book is this group is going to the sky elves. What's going on there? And then the last book is going to be called the dark, probably the dark rebellion. And what's happening, it's going to be the final battle, but not just the final battle. It's also within the dark land. There's a rebellion going on at the same time. Nice. Very and cool. then from that is going to stem, of course, the final battle, you know. Yeah. So I feel like to do this justice, each group needs its own book. Makes sense. Now, I'm not necessarily looking at writing, you know, like Harry Potter, Order of the Phoenix, where it's like 700 pages. <laughs> so these books are, I'm going to make sure that I do the story justice and the story is going to be told and told in a, in a good way. But it's probably not going to be a giant Harry Potter. It might be only a couple hundred pages. Um, but again, it's going to do justice. And I feel like I don't want to put all of those into just one giant book because I don't know about you guys, but I also like collecting things. <laughs> and my entire library is like, you know, um, Legends of Zelda. You're talking to a couple of geeks and a whole bunch of listeners that are geeks also. We do nothing but collect things, so yes. I was going to say, so you guys have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I feel like I always like it when there's something that I love, like a, a new book series. I have to collect all of them. Yeah. And I always make sure myself, I always buy, like if I read a book and I'm like, oh my gosh, this whole series is amazing, I always buy extra copies so I can give them to people. Nice. And, and that's just something like I like to do. But if there's a couple books of a series, I have to get all of them. Yeah. And it's so much more fun collecting all of them than it is just buying one, one big one. Yeah. Because I am so I'm someone that I, uh, hence the show, I have every Star Wars novel that's been produced. And I've read maybe a third of the ones that I have. But every time a new one comes out, I have to have it because... Right. You have to keep your collection. I have to keep the collection, and I, I will read them at one point mm -hmm. in my life. <laughs> uh, you've got plenty of time. No rush. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, And that's also why I wanted to do it. And yeah. I don't know about you guys, but when I, when I get a book, part of what can deter me from buying a book is if it's way too thick. Yeah. Because I like to feel like I'm making progress through it. Now, I don't want to try to have a book that I can read in like an hour, sure. but I like, I like it to at least be enough to it that it might take me a day or two mm -hmm. or, or even just like, or just a day, but give me a little bit more than, you know, a quick board book, you know, quick read. But at the same time, I don't want to spend God. I'm, I'm still in this one book and a friend. You don't war and peace is basically. <laughs> Oh God. Yeah. It's not that it, there's this one book. I'm not going to name it because other people might love it, mm -hmm. but a friend gave it to me because it's her favorite book. And uh, I can't like I'm 300 pages in and nothing has happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> They're just explaining everything. And one thing as a writer, I am not, I promise you my fan base, 
that I'm not going to spend three pages telling you what a sunset looks like. Because guess what? You've seen them. You know what they look like. (laughs) Yeah, unless there's a specific reason to be describing the sunset because it is unique, there's really no need to describe the sunset. (laughs) Right. I'm not Charles Dickens. I'm not being paid by the word. If I was, you would get another war and peace. But that's the case here. (laughs) So hopefully that answers your question. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned other char- uh, characters that they'll be running into. Uh, without giving too much away, is there any particular new characters that you're ex- particularly excited about writing that we haven't um, seen before? I am. Um, the There's a couple different um, Sky Elves that Jeremy and I had created that I'm really excited for you guys to see. Okay. Um they're pretty, they're pretty awesome. Um, and truthfully, we had kind of talked about there being dwarves, but I'm the one that actually came up with the idea of a, the rock dwarves. So building on what those are and what those, those people look like and how they are. And then the people of the sea, same thing. Like I'm really excited to like build this world. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, any, uh, I don't know if it's revealing too much. Any ideas or, or hints as to who becomes part of which groups of the characters that we do know? Or is that revealing a little too much for you? Um, well, I, I can say at least uh, people know that the Berserkers, Jeremy did a, um, a free comic book day comic. And it was like a three, four page or whatever of Skyward. Mm-hmm. And it was the beginning of the Berserker Tales. Mm-hmm. So you're introduced to, uh, like Effie, the girl, and you see Quinn at the very end, you see Quinn and, and Corin or Exodus and Jack. So the group that's going to the Berserkers are going to definitely be those three. But I have some plans for those rabbits. So I think I might have to send a couple others up there too. <laughs> You gotta, you have to include the rabbits. I mean, come on, those are fantastic characters. <laughs> right. Yeah, I love the way Jeremy would describe some of these things, and I, I hope I do it justice when I, I take the reins. But like he would call the rabbits, it's uh, three hundred meets, meets, um, meets rabbits. <laughs> like the slog riders were, um, uh, heavy metal groupie puppets. Is how he. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's. So I, I hope I can do it justice when I'm creating these people more. Um, but of course, I'm sure you guys can probably figure out at least some of the people like the Sky Elves. Garrick is part of them. Sure. So of course he's going to go back there. Um, at the end of issue ten, Aaron showed that she has magic. The elves clearly have magic, so she will probably have to go as an ambassador with that too. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, Oh, again, how thick I want to make this go. Because sure. I can, I can have this go in so many different ways, even though I do have a big for it. Well, it, as most writers will say, you, you go where the story ends up taking you. A lot of times you have thoughts about where it's going to go. And then you find out that once you've breathed life into these characters, they sometimes surprise you on where they end up taking you. So, it, right. it should be a fun journey for for you and then for us in turn. So, mm-hmm. um, 
I know you you touched on it briefly as far as uh, I know this is not going to be a graphic novel. It's not going to be a comic book. It's going to be a book, but there there will be some illustrations, you know, scattered in there. Um, do you have people lined up that will be providing that? And if so, are you able to divulge who some of those people might be? Um. Well, I actually the first person I reached out to was Walt Simonson because. Uncle Walt also is a huge, huge fan of um, Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, he's really super busy right now. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to see if I can maybe have him do a cover or something um, in the future. Now, that may or may not happen because it depends on how busy he is. Sure. Uh, but because this is my love letter, I feel like he should be a part of it. Sure. If, if he's able to. Um, but I've had a couple of our artist friends uh, reach out and say, hey, if you need anything, let me know. So um, the illustrations that are going to be in the book are going to just be black and white, probably pen. Yeah. Um, so it depends on what look the book tells me it needs to be. And I know that might sound weird, but like you said, the book kind of writes itself. Right. Or the story, I should say. Yeah. So um, some nice of our- the book wrote itself. So. Right. Ah! I'll sit back and do it. <laughs> <laughs> Easiest job ever, right? Right. <laughs> um, but I've had like friends like Kanan White and stuff reach out, and I love Kanan's um, art style. Yeah. And I very well might ha- uh, see if he would be willing to do some of the additional um, like illustrations. But truthfully, it, it depends on what the tone of the book tells me it is. Sure. Makes sense. So yeah, at the moment, I'm not entirely sure, but. On the Kickstarter, I do have whoever I do have that is the um, going to be the illustrator um, or the covers, things like that. So the art that's available is actually going to be available. But the surprise is I don't know who it is yet, and I don't know what it's going to look like, and so it's going to be a surprise for us all. I think it's going to be awesome no matter what it is. So right, uh, looking forward to that. Stick figures. I don't know. We'll see. I think we could probably do a little bit better than that for you. I, I, I think if you if you really push comes to shove and you need some help, just let me know. I think we I think between, amongst all of us, we know some people that we could probably reach out to to help to help out if it's needed. So, <laughs> right. Uh, John, anything else you wanted to ask when it comes to the the story or the format before we get into the? I have one more question about story wise, but uh, anything else before we get into talking about rewards and things like that? I no, I I think I think you've covered quite a bit, so I'll let okay. you ask that last question. Okay. So uh, we'll uh, and again, who knows? By the time the story's ended, who knows? You might leave it open a bit more. But is mm-hmm. the thought behind this is that this is will then be concluding the story, or is it the thought of, that this might just be the start of a whole new direction, a whole new journey? Um, I'm leaving it open. I'll, okay. The story will will reveal where it wants to go um, as as I'm working through it. Um, I have a feeling that it's going to be kind of like a Harry Potter where the the people we know and love, this, this main story might be over, but there are going to be other stories. Okay. Makes sense. And all some of those characters, but it's not this main group. Gotcha. I'll tell you one thing. When I first saw this pop up, even though uh, what I'm relating it to is is still in the comic format, but the one thing that popped in my head when I saw this was coming out is it reminded me very much of uh, when 
David Peterson opened up Mouse Guard and he did, he had Tales of Mouse Guard and there was other creators then that told their stories in that, in that world. Um, mm-hmm. it had that type of, um, essence to it, I guess. It, it was like, okay, this is, this is Kelly telling the stories of these characters in, in this world and see, let's see what adventure she takes them on and everything. So I, I'm very mm-hmm. much looking forward to it, uh, from that perspective. And I'm actually comp- very open to, I would love it if, um, from these stories that fans write in and we can do a collection of short stories where fans use characters. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Like that, that sounds, I mean, who wouldn't want a continuous story, especially if it's your words, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so let's get into the, the Kickstarter itself. Uh, so <laughs> I have it up right here. As of this recording, uh, the, the goal is 7,500 and mm-hmm. we are at 7,293. Yep. So we are really, really, really close. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's 97% or something. Yeah. Like we're, we're knocking on the door right now of this being funded. So, um, and I'm hoping I, I am planning on getting this out, this episode out as, soon as possible. Uh, I know as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to be working on it to get it out either tonight or uh, the next day at the very latest. Uh, I'm kind of hoping that once this episode comes out, it's already reached its goal. Uh, and I know there's stretch goals and we're going to talk about those. Um, uh-huh. But it's, it's awesome because as of this point, we are not even halfway through and we're almost at the goal. So again, much like we talked about when we did the first Kickstarter, if you are someone that holds off because you're not sure if something is going to reach its funding and you kind of want to wait till it does, this is one that I would say you are absolutely safe in putting your money towards it because we are almost there already. Uh, and I would venture to guess we're going to be there probably in the next 24 hours. So I pretty much would assume so. And yeah. really my, my mother, of course, is watching this. Like, I'm sure she's sitting at home refreshing it every minute. Oh, yeah. Um, but she's she, feeling. <laughs> I've been trying really hard not to, but she's actually called me um, a couple days ago and she was like, guess what? You're only like, a, um, it was like 400 or $500 away yeah. for my goal. And she was like, you got $500 to go. Well, honey, I think you're going to have to write the books now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write them anyway. Right. It's like, I was kind of planning on doing that. Yeah, that was the idea. <laughs> Oh, but it just really cracked me up. Like, well, I guess, well, oh, well, this is going to happen. So you guess you're going to have to do it now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I would, I would definitely say, like I said, if, if you're someone that kind of holds off and, and you're just not sure, uh, because you know, something isn't really near its goal <laughs> and you want to make sure it's successful. I know people that, that do that. They just, they're like, <laughs> well, when it gets close to the goal, that's when I'll do it because then I know, it's going to get funded and I know I'm going to get what I'm putting my money towards. So I right. all means jump into this. So, so let's talk about well, some of let the, me yeah. add real quick. Yeah. Uh, along those lines, I also know people, again, they don't want to be waiting years and years and years. Like right. when you fund something, you want to get the product of what you're buying. Yeah. So let me just say that, um, the first book, unless something happens, that I have no idea. Um, the first book should be out. It should be out printed and being starting to be mailed out in October. Okay. Okay. So before 2020 ends, you should be having the first book. 
Um, and then my goal is to get the books out as soon as possible. This is not going to, I don't want this to last years and years. So if you're also a listener and you're like, oh, but there's going to be six books. It's going to take forever. This is not George R. R. Martin. This is not waiting 10 years in between books or something. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> this, these are going to come out pretty quickly, as quickly as I can, I can write them, you know, without, of course, compromising the quality. Right, um, right. But as each book is coming out, of course, I'm going to actually let people know on the Kickstarter. So if you funded that, I will send an update. Guess what? Second book is at the printers now. It should be being sent out next week. So you guys will have an idea and the the communication will stay there. And it's not going to be a three years later. Oh, yeah. Didn't I do this? Yeah, (laughs) that's awesome. Uh, And you've been doing an awesome job even just during I I know during the first Kickstarter you did, but even and then even through this one of like updating us that have backed it and everything to to know, like. Uh, what's going on, where are we at, and uh, and your thoughts and everything else in regards to that. So um, so to, to get into some of the uh, uh, the rewards, the initial rewards, and then we'll talk about some of the stretch goals that you have in, uh, out there now too. Uh, uh-huh. give, us a, give us a taste of like, you can go over all of them if you want to, or you can go over the highlights. Let us know about some of the rewards that you have out there. Um, well, of course, I have the basic award, uh, rewards that are, you get the first two books, you can pledge to get all six, five or six. And again, I'm saying five or six because I also don't want it to be five and you're like, but I thought there was going to be six. So, but I, the goal is five or six books, maybe even more. If there are seven or eight books, you're getting all of them with that reward. Um, and as they come out, it will be sent to you. And it's not like you're going to have to pay shipping again. Um, once you do that pledge, you're set. Then some of the other pledges, um, I know people, because these are actual book books and not comic books. I don't know about you guys, but I hate folding the pages. So I always find random crap around the house and like stuff it in the book as my page holder. Yeah. So instead of using a Kleenex for a random <laughs> bill <laughs> as a bookmark, one of the other rewards is uh, you can actually more or less create your own uh, bookmark. So it's going to have like, you can pick a character. And of course I'll have this all outlined. Um, if this is the reward and once the Kickstarter is over, you get to pick whatever your favorite color is. So that's going to be the ribbon on it. And then like your character, if you really love general jaw, the giant rabbi leader, then <laughs> he will be on your bookmark. Um, and then some of the other ones are, <clears throat> I actually have a handful of skyward pages left. Um, and some Skyward artwork from uh, Jeremy's stuff on the, the comic book. So I have those on there as well. So this is like people's last, because these are like the last Skyward pages I have. Yeah. So this is like the last chance if you want artwork from either the original series or some of his um, full concept stuff that just wasn't, you know, he wasn't around to actually actually print it. And, and, and speaking as someone who, who owns quite a few pages... Um, it is well worth that, that reward. Uh, I treasure the Skyward pages that I, that I own. Uh, they're amazing artwork and even the, the concept stuff. I have some of the, you know, the rough sketches and stuff like that. 
all of it is absolutely in- incredible. Um, one of the things that I have that I, uh, I, I want to frame it the right way is I have, um, uh, like one of the pages I have, I also have the concept stuff or the rough sketches that were done for it too. And I want to frame them together. Um, because it's just, it's, it's cool to see that transition and everything else. So yeah, I, I would highly recommend that reward. Uh, and like you said, there's not many of them, uh, but they mm-hmm. are definitely worth the, the money for that. So. So, and because some of them, like one of the, I've got like the little four page, um, uh, issue from the, uh, free comic book day, mm-hmm. uh, issue Jeremy did. Um, that one doesn't really have any of the main characters, but they're characters that are going to be in my stories. Nice. <clears throat> so if somebody picks that reward and gets, you know, Jeremy Dale art, then they're going to probably get that entire four pages. It's not going to be just one page. Right. It's going to be the entire, like that entire short story. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I just want people to, cause people that are going to be getting these type of rewards are true fans. Yeah. So I do want to make sure that people have opportunities. Absolutely. And then oh. I even saw ones where it's, uh, you, you're a character. Um. Yeah. I'm so proud of this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So a couple characters that nobody has met yet is going to be like the leader of the elves, the leader of the rock dwarves, the leader of, of the people of the sea, um, which I'm still going back and forth on names. I can't name them Zoras, <laughs> but um, I'm trying to figure out a good name that would work for the people of the sea. But um, so what these rewards are going to be is you get to be that leader. So I don't have it in my mind that it's a man or a woman, uh, female, male. So if you're a female and you want the leader to be a female, then this, you are that character. I will name that character after you. Um, so if your name is Janice, then it'll be Janice of the Elves or whatever it is. And when the group, cause again, each group is going to go to each of these different groups of people and try to convince them to join them in the last battle. You, this reward allows you as that character to decide if you're going to say yes or no. That's awesome. Now I have, again, I've got framework to go either way. Um, Because again, I know where the story is going to basically be going. Um, And it will be interesting if you, if the, the elves join, but if they decide not to, then they decide not to. Right. But I, I thought that that was a, a fun, something that kind of, you know. Well, I love the idea that, because people love the thought of uh, themselves being in the story or being part of the story. Um, but I love also the idea that you've given them a choose-your-own-adventure in a sense. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> right? <clears throat> so, like, if everybody is like, dang it, those rock dwarves are awesome. But, you know, Janice of the Dwarves is like, yeah, we're not going to help you. <laughs> I want I almost want to do like a follow up after all the books are done and find out where you, what you would have done if they had chosen the opposite direction. <laughs> just because right. 
just because that's what I did in a choose your own adventure, I would pick one, but then I went back and was like, well, what if I would have picked this one instead? <laughs> right. Or, or you always do the choose your adventure where you like peek ahead and you're like, turn to page 22 and you like peek and you're like, oh, I died. No, we're not doing that. Yeah, one. we're not doing that one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, that's awesome. Uh, and then, uh, I think, and I think this one, I'm not sure if it's, if it was already selected, but there was also the hero one that I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody already got it. Yeah. Was you are the legendary hero. Which so, is awesome. Because again, I can't name him Link. Right. Because it's a love letter. But, um, he's going to be wearing green and stuff. But so again, like in the video game Legend of Zelda, and I'm assuming there's quite a few fans that have played those games. You have a variety. By the time you get to Ganon and the end boss, you have a whole variety of different weapons or items, right? So right. you have uh, your sword. You have a boomerang. You have a shield. You have a grappling hook. You have whatever. And you have to use different items depending on what the end boss does. So what I'm going to have, I'm going to be communicating with this person who got the legendary hero and with the different items, magical items, when the legendary hero has to face off against in the final battle against the High King and the Brother Kings, that person gets to choose how those people are going to be defeated. Nice. So it's going to be kind of like, well, I don't want to use my sword. I want to use my grappling hook. Okay. Yeah. Um, and part of it, too, is there's going to be... There's always the possibility of individuals sacrificing themselves for a greater good. So for some of these characters, there that's going to be another conversation we'll have too, which not just a legendary hero, but for any of these characters, that if you get to that point where it might be a sacrifice play, how would you want that? What would that look like for you? Sure. And and it's the th- other thing I like about it for you as the writer is it, it's it. And I don't think there's a lot of people out there that would do this. It's you're giving yourself a challenge with this, which mm-hmm. is pretty awesome. It's like you're putting the fate of a lot of this stuff in someone else's hands, but you still have to write the story of how you get there and, and, and make it work. And that's not the easiest thing in the world, but at the same time, it's a very interesting challenge. Right. And, and it's, well, I've not, my mother would always say, I'd never do anything easy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, well, I feel like Skyward from the beginning and now hopefully Skywardens also. It's not just Jeremy's book. It's not just my book or his stories, my stories. I feel like this is one of those type of properties that have kind of transcended just like mine or just his. It's everybody's. Yeah. So I felt like I needed to allow the fans to have a say in some some of it. Yeah, and and it's it's very true because like I said, it's and I and I know I'm not alone in feeling this way. Um, for whatever reason, the this story had a very emotional connection for me, and I know for a lot of people, like I mentioned, I ran into the one guy at Baltimore kind of like he had the exact same feel about the story. Um, There's just something to it that speaks to a lot of people and it becomes very personal. Uh, And that was, you know, with the, uh, the previous Kickstarter, that was why I wanted to get 
some of the original art and things like that was because, you know, it, it meant something to me. Um, so this, you know, I'm eagerly, ex- uh, anticipating these stories coming out. And like you said, I know it's going to be a different format. It's going to be a different, uh, different voice. Uh, mm-hmm. but, and, and it's not even, like you said, it's not even going to be just your voice that's steering this. So it's, uh, I'm very excited to kind of see where, where this goes and what happens with these characters and meeting new ones. And it's, it's going to be a fun journey. Me too. I'm excited. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now you also had uh, announced recently some stretch goals. Uh, since since yeah. we are so close, like, hey, let's let's see where else we can go as far as beyond the goal itself. Right. So yeah. So for the stretch goals, and if those of you who are listening are not are not necessarily familiar with that, in Kickstarter, once you hit your goal. Then sometimes um, the person who has the Kickstarter will provide some additional goals like, oh, if, so for me, when we hit if we hit nine thousand dollars, because right now, again, the goal seventy five, if we hit nine thousand, then, of course, everybody's going to receive everything electronically. So it'll be in like a uh, ebook type of format. Sure. So. You don't have to wait for me to mail it. So even if I you, I send out that um, update that says, hey, today is January 1st. The book's going to be mailed out to you January 13th. If you can't wait, because I've, I've had to wait for books before and it's hard. <laughs> if you can't wait, the day I send that update, I will also send you the electronic one if we yes. hit that. So you can read it immediately if you wanted to. Um, and then, of course, like I did with the Omnibus, have like a book plate yep. where it's personalized to everybody if we hit 11,000. And then <clears throat> in preparation for, you know, Skyward in general and, you know, San Diego Comic-Con, um, Jeremy had a done, did a bunch of these little sketches and he had me ink a bunch of them for him. Um, it, you know, so that way he would have a bunch of things available at San Diego. Sure. And I had a giant stack of this, and actually one of the stretch goals for the Omnibus was everybody gets artwork. Yeah. And we didn't hit that goal. And that's okay. So I still have a stack of things. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so I thought I would add this again. uh, If you're a Skyward fan, or hopefully a Skywarden fan as well, um, there's just something about a mixture of words and art so um, if we hit 15,000, then I will send out all of these little sketches. That's awesome. So they're like, um, I think it's like five by eight. So they're not big. Yeah. But everybody will get a little sketch. Well, and, that, and the great thing about that, too, with them being smaller, is it, it's so much easier to find a, a nice home for that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Because my big problem right now is I've got so many original art pages, uh, which I dearly love, but I I want to display them all, and I'm I'm running out of space. <laughs> right, that's unfortunate. Like I actually have a friend who bought a bigger house because she wanted more wall space <laughs> for all of her artwork. <clears throat> yeah, so this is going to be like a smaller. And again, Jeremy drew them, and he had me ink them. So I'm going to finish inking the rest of them, so that way everybody gets the same. Nice. Um, but it's like, it's little like headshots and things of the different characters, Very cool. but that way everybody will have a piece 
And if you did not get a bookmark, you could always use it for a bookmark if you need to. There you go. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's, and then past that, uh, I don't know. I'll figure out more stretch goals. if I-, <laughs> I would love if that is uh, the biggest problem that you face is that we are past that stretch goal and you need to come up with another stretch goal. That would be amazing. So. <laughs> I, I think so too. I, I, I would like that that terrible challenge. Right. (laughs) Uh, John, do you have any, any other questions? I know I monopolized a lot of the questioning and everything else, but uh, anything else you wanted to ask about the project, about the story or anything at all? No, I'm, I'm very excited for you, Kelly. I think it's great to, to see this continue on regardless of the format. I think it's awesome that, that it's happening and, I'm looking forward to wrapping up so I can go sign up because I haven't done it yet. So I'm going to go do that. Yay. That much closer to the goal then. So yeah, it might actually help us, help us hit our goal. <clears throat> Sorry guys. Allergies are terrible in Atlanta this time of year. I totally understand. And especially right now, everyone gives you the look of death if you sneeze or cough. So it's like the Salem witch trials out there. It's <laughs> like COVID. You're like, no, <laughs> I've had, I have allergies and I had a cough that lasted about six, seven weeks because of allergies. And I had everyone, including my wife going, are you sure it's just allergies? I go, it's been going on for six weeks. I'm pretty sure it's allergies. <laughs> right. So anything else that you think uh, listeners would be interested in knowing about or anything else, uh, the, the final plea or where, where can they find it? What, you know, help, help them out. Sounds good. So um, I'm going to make sure Ryan here has um, a link because it's always easier to just press a link than trying to type something in for some reason for any of us. But you can always go to Kickstarter itself and it is uh, Sky Warden. So S-K-Y-W-A-R-D-E-N. The Grand Adventure Continues. And that's going to be the first book. Um, but that's the name of this Kickstarter. You can also find on like Facebook under Kelly Dale. Um, and I'm constantly posting stuff there and even on Twitter as well, but we'll make sure that we have the link there for, for you guys. Yeah. I'll have that, uh, posted with the episode, uh, on the website at starjoes.com. And then, uh, I know I posted it initially when the, this launched on the Star Joe's page, but I'll be posting it again on Star Joe's, uh, Facebook page, uh, uh, the, the group page, the Twitter account, the Instagram. We're gonna, we're gonna blanket this thing out there, so. Awesome. So. I think you were all No excuse for not being able to find it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> right. <laughs> And I guess at this point, as my mother said, well, I guess I'm going to have to write the books now. Yeah. Everybody wants them. <laughs> In fact, I, based on where you're at, I would say right after we're done here, you might want to start jotting down a few notes. <laughs> well, what I've been doing is um, in preparation, like as I'm writing and this stuff, I, I'll like take my dog for a walk, like before it gets too hot outside and I will just have like my little recorder and I'm just telling the story into the recorder and then just transcribing. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I think I mentioned this when I was uh, doing my story, it was like, I, when I finally got 
sparked with the idea and the inspiration for it. I was on vacation with my wife and next thing I know I'm taking pictures of stuff and I'm typing notes into my phone and just anything because I didn't want to lose what I was having jump in my head. So I'm sure it's very much the same for you where it's just like once you're, especially when you're moving around like that, if you're walking around and stuff like that, just ideas just start popping in and you're like, but you're not in a place to write anything down in the moment. Exactly. So yeah, I just have my like a recorder or my like phone, uh, like recording and I'm just, because you know how sometimes even like phrases yes. gets in your head. Yeah. Well, and I will tell you all this. Here's a little sneak preview. The book is going to begin and end like the very first sentence is going to be the very same as the very last sentence of nice. the very last book. And Beautiful. right, I'm really excited. Like I saw this happened in a different series that I read, and it was just this giant full circle, and I loved it. So I'm like, I'm totally doing that. But because, again, this is my love letter, of course, the first line of the story is going to say, um, it's dangerous to go alone. Oh, yeah. So there you guys have it. The very first line of the new series is, it's dangerous to go alone. Sounds like a very good start and a very good end. So, Right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited. I have notes all over the place. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, well, thank you again for coming on. Uh, it is always a pleasure to talk with you. Uh, and uh, I am very excited for this Kickstarter to get funded and to see where what journey you take all of us on. So, um, so let me go ahead and give our information out. Uh, just keep it real brief because it is all about Skywarden tonight. Uh, but you can just find us at starjoes.com. That's where you'll find this episode. Like I said, there'll be a link to the Kickstarter under the episode. Uh, you'll also find it on our Facebook group page. It'll be on our uh, Facebook fan page. It'll be on the Twitter, uh, which is at starjoes podcast and, uh, on Instagram, which is, uh, starjoes. So just any of your normal social media places, if you type in starjoes, you're going to find us and you're going to find the link to, for this Kickstarter. So I'm very excited uh, for you guys to find it and for you guys to support this. Uh, I had a coworker of mine. I texted him today. He had asked me how I was doing and uh, I told him that I was going to be talking with you tonight. And he says, well, please let her know that you, you converted one of your coworkers into a raving fan of Skyward. And uh, he goes, I backed it twice uh, that Kickstarter. And he says, I've already backed this one as well. So, uh, so you def- definitely have rabid fans, as you well know, uh, for uh, more stories and uh, cannot wait to see uh, what comes of all of this. So, well, I hope I hope that I can give you guys some amazing stories. Just please don't expect me to be Stephen King. <laughs> Based on what we've received in the world of uh, Skyward, I believe we our expectations are not of Stephen King so uh I, as far as uh don't return if I went that way yeah yeah I think I think uh we might be a little disappointed if it went it can it can go dark I don't know if we want it to go that dark that's, that's, that's a good point uh but yeah if I start seeing like a, a hotel and then there's uh cats that came out of a cemetery and stuff like that I'd be like um Kelly we need to talk uh you might get Sued for plagiarism or something. <laughs> In this giant dark tower. Right. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. There's a clown <laughs> waving to them, holding balloons. <laughs> With a red balloon and a black cat. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, we're going to go ahead and close the episode by saying the force will be with you. Because knowing us is half the battle. Take care, everyone. Bye.